Welcome to the Get Inspired with GERD show, brought to you by GERD's Hundle. Join us each week to be inspired, informed and uplifted with some of the most inspirational and motivational guests from around the world. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay inspired. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm so excited to introduce my first guest ever. Her name is Harnam Kaur, aka The Bearded Lady. You may have seen her in the Daily Mail, on uh, ITV This Morning recently, and her story is is just absolutely inspirational. This lady has gone through so much at such a young age. Harnam Kaur um, went through anxiety, also suicide, because of the way she looked. Um, She has a condition called polycystic ovaries, um, which has created her to have a lot of excess hair growth. But I don't want to tell you so much about her, I'd rather you guys listen to her yourself. So please welcome Harnam to the show. So welcome to the show, Harnam. Thank you for having me. Oh, bless you. No, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Um, Just obviously meeting you through Instagram, that was pretty cool. Um, And like each each other's pictures. But I wanted to ask you, so can you tell us, what have you been through since your childhood? Well, since my primary school years, I've, I've obviously enjoyed a lot of bullying. And it was, the bullying was solely based on my appearance and the way that I carried on, obviously, from my primary school years into my secondary school years. Okay. Yeah. And so why were you, what was the reason for you being bullied? It was, well, back in primary school, it was more about my weight and the way that I looked. Um, Obviously, this primary school that I went to was mainly um, white. So a lot of the children there were white and, you know, there was hardly any Asians. So um, it would literally just be for the way that I looked and the fact that I was a little bit overweight and, you know, they would say things like, oh, you're not pretty like the other girls and, you know. Um, yeah, then that carried on and obviously I felt really low about myself. And then as I grew older and I started hitting puberty, the bullying was based around my weight again okay. and also the fact that I had facial hair. <gasps> Gosh, so what's the reason behind the facial hair? What happens? Well, I I was diagnosed with polycystic ovaries from around the time that I started um, when I hit puberty. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so obviously poly- with polycystic ovaries, you tend to um, have a rise in the male hormone within your body and that essentially leads to the bodily hair. And for me, the hair grew on my face, on my body, and, you know, it was quite apparent to people that I had it. So the main thing for them was, you know, this lady has a beard, so she must be a man. So literally the bullying was solely based around my beard. Wow. Gosh. How did that make you feel at that time? I was very unconfident. I had really low self-esteem. I felt as if I had no self-worth. I had no self-pride whatsoever. And every time someone would call me ugly, I would believe it. So, um, yeah, and I wasn't really social at that time. And I used my bedroom as my safe haven. I didn't used to go out. I was never social at all. And I hardly spoke to anyone. Wow. God, that's pretty awful. Can't even imagine what you were going through at that point, just to be, I guess, from obviously from primary school to high school, like it probably just felt like it was kind of normal to you in a sense. Well, like I remember being um, picked on in nursery as well. So my like my memory goes way back to wow. you know when I was in nursery, and then you know I you know often 
like my thoughts go back to when I was bullied in primary school as well. So, you know, even though it was many, many years ago, like the thoughts and memories still linger on. Um, but I'm much more stronger now and I'm able to deal with it in a, a much positive way. And I feel as if, you know, if I was to go back to secondary school and do it all again, I'd probably do it do it all again much more stronger. Mm. Like, I, I totally understand where you're coming from. Um, yeah. So did you try to kind of get rid of the facial hair? I used to, I used to shave my face. Um, I used to wax it and obviously the skin around the face is very, very sensitive. And obviously when you're at that age, um, I would say it's even more sensitive, um, you know, because your body's changing and whatnot. So when I did used to have it waxed, it used to kill, it used to hurt so much. And I remember the first ever time I did um, go to the um, like this beauty salon and had it waxed, I actually screamed the place down because it was that painful. Oh yeah. Um, but obviously the waxing didn't help because it would still come back and I would still have to shave. And it was a very expensive ordeal and very painful as well, physically and emotionally. Gosh, that's awful. Yeah. And how did, like, when you, obviously you first kind of decided to wax your face and thread it and shave it, how did people react to you at school? Well, first it was like, oh, um, she has facial hair, so she's a man. Oh. And now it was like, oh, she's she's shaving, so she's a man. Oh, no. oh gosh. <laughs> I was like, I, I was hoping this problem would go away with my facial hair. But, like, no, it was still there. Like, people always find something to pick on, you know, and they use it, you know, they find it your weakness and they use it against you and that's what people did mm, it's so true it's it's that age isn't it where a lot of young people are very vulnerable or there's something exactly. going on within their own household yeah um, exactly so they decide to target somebody who's not maybe as strong like with their emotions at that time exactly to make themselves feel much better and bigger yeah 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 I, I went through a very similar stage not obviously with the facial hair but I was quite skinny and um <laughs> I got called some ridiculous names but yeah it was usually yeah. the people that targeted me like you said were the ones who had issues at home and it just proves that you know we kind of need to educate young people in schools that you know if someone's got a, if they look different or there's something wrong with them like embrace it rather than exactly. bully them because bullying exactly. is not the way forward at all no no it's not I think people need to be educated that not you know everyone in society is totally different not not no two people are the same um I think once you get that awareness out there I think bullying should start decreasing yeah hmm. okay and so I know you were talking about project 60 to me a while back what yes is that? Project 60 was, um, well, let's start with Beard Season. Beard Season is basically <laughs> a charity that was created by um, Jimmy Niggles, um, who, who's Australian, and his friend passed away at the age of 25 or 26 from melanoma cancer. Oh. So Beard Season was um, created where, uh, you know, him and his friends, um, or Jimmy and his friends grew out a beard, and they um, encourage people to go out there and get themselves a skin check. Mm -hmm. uh, melanoma is a skin cancer. So, um, so yeah, it's literally just about um, grabbing yourself a skin check and um, cancer awareness. That's what the um, charity is about. Um, Brock, who is the photographer for the portraits, mm -hmm. um, is actually Jimmy's friend. And they've been friends for absolutely ages. And... 
Brooks sort of pitched the idea that, oh, let's do something in the UK. So they came up with the idea of Project 60, where um, 60 people will be photographed, um, their pictures will be exhibited, and the money that they raise will be all put towards the charity. Um, and that's what happened. And the real surprise was is there's actually 53 people. Now, I didn't know this. Hmm. Um, it was all a big secret. The whole point of Project 60 was this, is that there were 53 people that were photographed, mm-hmm. and then the original, and then there were seven other extras that were photographed as well to make 60. But the main 53 mm-hmm. have been, their faces and their portraits have been made into a pack of cards. Wow. So, yeah, it's it's oh literally, God. you know the playing cards? Yeah. So the portraits have been put on those playing cards and they've made me the Queen of Hearts. Oh, that's which so was, beautiful. It was heartwarming, it really was. So, you know, you get these um, cards off the Beard Season website and there's one special card in there that you um, go and grab yourself a skin check with and then the card gets passed along to other people. So it's literally to raise awareness about melanoma cancer and to grab yourself a skin check. Wow, yeah. that's so beautiful. Oh, yeah, it's a re- it was a really good idea. And, you know, mm. the charity and Project 60, it's, it's creating such amazing awareness for, um, you know, for melanoma cancer. Wow, that's amazing to hear. Yeah. That's it's beautiful yeah. to, to see that someone's done that. Yeah, that's absolutely amazing. Wow. So what other... Uh, I know you were on ITV as well, weren't you, recently? You did, um... Oh, God, I forgot what's it called. <laughs> <laughs> I did an interview on ITV with Amanda and Philip, yeah. No, 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 the, you did a recording, didn't you? Oh, it was an anti-bullying campaign I've started. Yes. Yes, um, that was done with the help of Fixers Charity, and Fixers Charity um, is all about helping young people... Um, start campaigns mm-hmm. so from the age of 16 to 25 that's the sort of age range they're looking for um it's literally to give young people a voice start campaigns but the only rule is is that the campaign has to help at least one person um mm-hmm. and it can be about anything anything that you're sort of um that's close to your heart and i obviously picked um bullying so i made a sh- anti-bullying short film called labels and it's on the fixers website and it's on youtube as well um, and it's it's a true story, and it's all about how when people say nasty names to you and how they stick to you, how they, how you carry them around at school, at work, and at home, and um, yeah, so it's all about raising awareness for bullying. Hmm. Sounds really interesting. I'll definitely check it out. It sounds pretty yeah, amazing. Yeah, please do. And where can the listeners find uh, the video again? It's on YouTube, so if they just um, search for labels and had an arm core, just or just search something like that um, in the YouTube search bar, or it, it's on the Fixers website. Okay, um, so I know you're saying that you were bullied at school. Have any of the people that bullied you in high school kind of asked for forgiveness or said sorry to you? Well, recently when I was on ITV, a few people messaged me saying, oh, hi, I used to be at school with you. And I'm wow. like, yeah, I remember you. You're really nasty to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean, this, you know, one woman or one, you know, one girl came up to my approach, my brother. He, She was actually in the same year as my brother and went to the same school as me too. Mm-hmm. And um, she said, 
oh, I'm really, she said, approached my brother and said, oh, I'm really sorry, but I didn't realise that your sister had a medical condition. Yeah, Aww. me and my friends used to sort of say stuff, but we didn't really know um, what she was going through and things. Oh, and how, yeah. does, how does that kind of... <laughs> Gosh, I can't imagine how you feel. Probably like, stay away from me. <laughs> I know. Well, like, I never know how to react to things like that because it's like, you know, it takes a lot of guts for them to realize what they've done and actually approach my brother and to say sorry. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, it's like, uh, thank you, but no, thank you because it was actually due to what you put me through that I actually wanted to kill myself. <gasps> like, you made me feel so low wow. that I felt that I wasn't, I didn't deserve a place on this earth. Oh gosh. You know, so it's like I. I really don't know. And then I'm just like, just smile at them. (laughs) (laughs) Just smile and nod your head. Like, you know, what else can I do? What else can I do? Yeah, it's true. Well, I don't know. The way I kind of see it is if they didn't do what they did, I know it sounds bad, then you wouldn't be doing what you're doing now. Exactly. It's made me so much stronger. And... And I've always said to people, and I've said to my brother as well, that do you know what, if I had to go through it all again, I probably would because I'm much, I am a much stronger person now. And plus, if I had to go through it all again, just to get a positive message out to one person, I would do it a million times over. Oh, that's so yeah. sweet. Yeah, no, it is, it's true. It is, whatever we've gone through at a young age, people don't realise, rather than actually feeling you're sorry, 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 rather than feeling sorry for yourself, you should actually see it as making it strengthen you because actually it will make you into a better person, a better role model for other people. And you can show them that, yes, I might have gone through these situations, but I overcame them. Exactly. And that's that's exactly what's happened. So sometimes I want to actually thank them. Oh, I feel like going up to them and be like, oh, thank you for bullying me. It's so much better now. I'm surprised you don't like (laughs) oh bless you I'm surprised you don't like salute them and say thank you sergeant or something like that (laughs) oh my god that would be hilarious (laughs) so funny (laughs) oh bless you so I know now you're 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 a body confidence activist so what are you what are you doing or what are you saying to people to make them confident about themselves well I would actually like to start some sort of Anti, um, sorry, body confidence campaign. Um, I'm actually talking to a few people about it and hopefully it should all come together. Um, well, right now, the only thing that I'm doing body confidence-wise is spreading my message out there in magazines. Okay. Um, so any sort of magazine that approaches me, I would always talk about self-love, body confidence, and just um, promoting and saying to people that, you know, you should love who you are, what you are, regardless of the way you look. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. I've actually seen one of your YouTube videos and it's it was really, really beautiful just the way you spoke about self-love and accepting yourself. I can't remember what channel it was on. Can you let the listeners know? I think my YouTube channel is just called The Bearded Dame. Okay. So, yeah, I, I know I've only just uploaded one video. I should do more. Yes. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I will put more videos up, I promise. <laughs> well, uh, my listeners will be uh, holding you on that. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I have to do it now, now that I've said it. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, bless you. Yeah, no, no, she definitely, because your story is so inspiring. The fact that, you know, you went through bullying, you went through depression, you went through to the point of the lowest point of a human yeah. being feeling, you know, wanting to commit suicide. And you, yeah. you turned your life around. You know, there's a lot of young people that are going through situations like this at the moment. Actually, not even young, to be honest, even older people. And just yeah. by you giving your thoughts and, you know, what you've gone through, you could, you could save so many lives. Wow, I've never thought about saving lives. Like, I've never thought of it like that. Yeah, my dear, words are so saving powerful. Saving lives, wow. Words are so powerful, my dear, seriously. Just even with yeah. myself. Like, I never realised how I was inspiring people. It was only when people started saying to me, you inspire me, and I'm like, but how? What am yeah, I doing? <laughs> I get that, yeah. Because you're being yourself. You're being honest. And, you know, you've gone through something that's so hard for a lot of people just to snap out of. The thing is, is I've lived my life for so many years just being fake. So now it's oh. like, if I can't be myself now, when will I ever be myself? So I do get a lot of hate. I do get a lot of people coming to me and just being really nasty. But my life right now is all about spreading love and positivity. Oh. So I'm going to live my life that way and be true to myself, regardless of, you know, all the negativity that people put towards me. You know, to be honest, so, the people that are saying those things, it's actually a direct, it's not a direct reflection of you, it's a direct reflection of themselves. There's an insecurity within themselves that yeah. they, they don't know. Um, so what they're doing is they're attacking you. It's happened to me and a lot of people that I know who, who generally want to help society and help people. And it's yes. because they don't know how to deal with it. So the first thing they do is just attack you. But what, yes. what really they do is showing actually... I'm showing my insecurity at you, I'm throwing at you, but you think it's about you, that kind of thing. But you just yeah. kind of just have to ignore it and just keep doing what you're doing. It doesn't matter what you do in life, you know, even if you're like, I don't know, a politician or even just working at, in, a, I don't know, like a supermarket, there's people who are always going to attack you for being good. You've just yeah. got to ignore it um, because there's a lot. There's there's not a lot of people who are positive out in this world, and we need a lot more of them. So exactly by you vibrating your positive energies, they'll, you will help to uplift others as well. I think right now any negativity that people throw my way, um, it's actually a fuel for me to carry on doing what I'm doing because it makes me realise how that there are people out there that are just really arrogant and narrow-minded, <laughs> and it makes me want to educate them. <laughs> you do so. that. <laughs> Turning off that engine. <laughs> Come on, fill me up. Carry on. Carry on. Fill me up. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. No. If only my if only my car could run on that hay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. <laughs> oh dear. Oh bless yeah. you. No, it's it's so true. You definitely yeah. Fueling it is the best way. Exactly. I, I can't yeah. remember who this. This, this this quote has come from but somebody said rather than sitting there and feeling sorry for yourself use that as a fuel to make you succeed and show people that you will be successful exactly that is so true 101 percent believe that it's the only way and actually you will learn so much about yourself and i'm sure you have on this journey yeah. so far you know how much you can change so many lives without even realizing exactly so when you know when my first articles went out there um last year in February and people came to me with so much support oh. I was like you know people even now they're like oh you're a celebrity I'm like I'm not a celebrity first of all, first of all I don't earn that much to be a celebrity <laughs> and oh. on top of that I'm just a really simple-hearted girl from Slough I'm just like the smallest things make me smile and make my heart warm up like 
I can't, no, I don't think I would ever call myself a celebrity or ever see myself as famous. That's not what I'm about, you know? So. You are going down that route, though. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Please don't say that to me. Do you know what? I'm being really careful because ego is a man's worst friend. Like, True. it can, you know, I'm, I'm just really humbled by the amount of support that people are giving me and, you know... I just want to carry on going, carrying out, helping people. And I do not want to be recognized as a celebrity or famous or anything like that. I just want to help people, solely help people. Hmm, true. So, my dear, so what new projects are you up to at the moment? Um, <laughs> Can you not tell us? <laughs> I mean, I've, I've got... I've got a few things lined up. I obviously want to carry on with this anti-bullying campaign. Mm -hmm. Um and do as much as I can with that, raise awareness to children, and hopefully make bullies realise that what they're doing is actually quite harmful. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm going to actually carry on with my anti-bullying campaign, hopefully start a body confidence campaign. Mm. Yeah, I would love to do that. Um, and I know I have a few photo shoots lined up and things like that, so, you know, I've got an exciting few weeks ahead of me. Oh, yeah. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So... My last kind of few questions, because we are coming towards the end of the show. Yeah. It's come quite quickly. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gone so quick, bless. Um, what are your five top tips for somebody who's going through bullying at the moment? Okay. I think first is speak up about it. Never suffer in silence. That is a killer because I suffered in silence and I went through immense depression and anxiety and stress. Never suffered suffer in silence. Um, second would be to... Oh, wow, I've got so many thoughts running through my mind right now. <laughs> yeah, I would say never suffer in silence, so speak up about it. Mm -hmm. um, so tell family or tell a teacher or tell your friend. Um, second would be to realise that you are not the harsh words that those people are calling you. Mm. You are, those words do not define you. Thirdly, um, you need to realise that, I think, I think people need to start being happy. We spend so much of our lives being unhappy. So find some sort of happiness, pick up a hobby and, you know, divert your mind towards, I don't know, something like photography if it makes you happy or sports you know so you have something additional out there that you can go out and do that will make you happy instead of concentrating on the negative things such as those bullies and those harsh words mm. yeah um any others <laughs> you said five i've done three um mm. <laughs> label yourself with positive labels beautiful intelligent gorgeous sexy lovely words like those Always, 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 always label yourself with positive words. Mm. And your last and my 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 last my last um piece of, piece of advice would be, and this is what I do as well. Um, you know, when you look in the mirror, you're looking at your body, but when you look in the mirror, you need to look straight into your eyes and sort of delve deep into your soul and say to yourself that you are beautiful and today you're going to have a brilliant day and have that mindset because it's all about mindset as soon as you wake up it should be a positive mindset because if you have a positive mindset your whole day would go 
positively. That is so true. That's actually very similar to what my business is, Get Inspired with Gertie. It's all about changing your mindset. People don't yes. realise how powerful our mindset is. It, that is what even makes us depressed or happy. And exactly. We, we are in control of it, but we don't even realise it. No. Exactly. And I've always, you know, I mean, I'm, you know, people say, oh, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. But I actually think crying is healthy mm. because it, it's, it's a real stress reliever. Mm. You know, it relieves the stress of you know any any sort of problems you're going through. It's a it, you know it just literally with the tears it exits your body. And I, you know, I have times when I'm really strong, but I have times where I need to cry out my stresses. Mm. You know, and even the stress where you know we have emotions that are built up inside of us like anger and lust and you know ego and all that. And even even the emotion that is going to give you an emotional breakdown or make you hit rock bottom, even that will eradicate through crying, I feel, you know? Mm. So, you know, have you ever had a good cry where at the end you're like, oh my God, that was so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I've had very, a lot of them, a lot of them over the years, yeah. That's what needs to happen. Sometimes yeah. you just need a good cry, you know? And I also believe that looking in the mirror and actually delving deep into your soul and actually saying, do you know what? You are absolutely gorgeous and feeling it inside of you because it's also mm -hmm. an inner thing as well, you know? I mean, we can make, you know, we can wear makeup. We can get rid of our facial hair. We can do all these sorts of things to make ourselves look pretty. Mm -hmm. But if you don't feel it inside of you, then what's the point? You know, I, I feel that body confidence and self-love, it comes all from the inside first, 100%. Wow. No, you're so true. It's so true what you're saying. You, I think a lot of people don't realise you need to love and accept yourself. When you love and accept yourself, nothing will affect you. Not what society says, what people's opinion says. You will just embrace who you are and you'll just love yourself and love every day and every moment. Yeah, exactly. But I think yeah. we are our own worst critics as well, which is a problem. And that's why a lot of people find, I don't know about you, but a lot of people think if you cry, you're seen, you're deemed as weak when really no, you're not. it's not. It, I, I feel as if that's, you know, I used to think that as well, that, oh, you should never cry because people are going to think you're weak. But I think even the most strongest soldiers cry mm. when they see their families after war, they mm. cry, you know, and it doesn't make you weak. Of course it doesn't. Mm. I think people need to get rid of that mindset. It's almost like that thing, sticks and stones won't break your bones, yet words affect loads of us, so I don't yes. know who made that up, but it's stupid. I know, I, know. <laughs> I, think, I think the emotional side is, is a killer. Um, the things that we hold inside of us, um, you know, it can essentially end someone's life, so yeah, they do hurt. Mm, yeah. Words do hurt. No, you're absolutely right with what you're saying, Hanam. I totally understand where you're coming from. People don't realise they need to deal with their emotions. If you don't deal with your emotions, it will come and attack you. Um, you probably don't know this about me, Hanam, but a few years ago, I was working in Canada at a news channel, and one day I woke up and I collapsed in my cousin's kitchen. My left arm stopped working. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it was really, really bad. And I went to the hospital. They couldn't figure it out. The neurologist couldn't figure it out. I ended up coming back to the UK because it was that severe. They couldn't figure it out in the hospital here. It took me myself six months to regenerate my arm and it was because I hadn't dealt with my issues from the ages of six years old up until I was about 23 at the time. Because, oh yeah, I was the type of person, a bit like yourself, I kept hitting within myself. Yeah. And one day my body kind of just shut down and said, you know what, Gurdip, I've had enough. Yeah. 
And so it, it basically, my left arm stopped working because it kind of was almost being attached to saying, look, you need to look after yourself. You need to love and respect yourself because if you don't, you're yeah. going to harm yourself. And, you know, I luckily I'm thankful it happened because I realize now that I've got to learn to love and respect myself and that I have to put myself first before others as much as I love helping everyone, but, yeah. which a lot of people fail to do. But I think a lot of people don't realize that even if you look at the older generation, the reason why a lot of them have heart attacks or depression or anxiety is because they keep their emotions within. You've probably seen it with the older generation. They, they act like they're really strong, but really inside, they, they get angry and they build it up and then they kind of either escalate one day and just say it all, or they just kind of don't say anything at all. And then the reason why they're getting sick is because they're not expressing their emotions and letting it out and releasing it, like you said, by yeah. just crying. I think it's written on their faces as well sometimes. You know, like the elderly, you can tell when they've gone through a lot of things, you know, mm. um, especially in our Asian Punjabi culture. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's probably one of the toughest cultures to live in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, I, we, we, I feel your pain, yes. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those things that I think they, it's that generation thing. Even like people that went to war as well, you know, during the Second World War and the First World War, they were told to just deal with it. But the problem is yeah. if you if you learn to just deal with it by yourself and not allow the emotions to come out, it will damage you mentally and physically in some way. Exactly. I mean, I actually had a therapist, um, you know, when I was on ITV, um, there was also a therapist there as well. And she she I was just sitting next to her we hadn't spoken and she goes she turned around to me and she said why do you how how do you have such a calm aura about you and I was like huh <laughs> I was like I'm crazy like <laughs> and she goes no she goes you have a really calm aura about you mm. and she was quite shocked she said well you know have you ever been to therapy and I started talking to her about my life and and I said, I've never been through any any therapy. And she said, well, how did you become like that? I said, you know what? I said, it was all self-taught. Mm. Like, I've never been to any sort of therapy. No one's helped me. I go, it's all self-taught. And it's all about the mindset that you carry. Mm. You know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying don't go to therapy because, you know, if you need it, it's there and it's important. Mm. But for me personally, I didn't go, A, because I didn't know that I could go. Um, and also because, you know, I just learned to deal with it myself and overcome it. Do you know what? It's yeah. so true. I, I, I know exactly where you're coming from. I've been there as well. And it, it is very hard when you're doing it alone. But like you said, yeah. you didn't, it's like you have to go through that journey. And if you didn't, you wouldn't be where you are now. But yes, you're right. We, you should ideally go to a therapist. But, oh, yeah, it, it's, sorry, it's, it's, it, you're bringing back up memories for me as well. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 very it's a very tif- difficult journey, but think about it. I would see it this way that if you didn't go through that, you wouldn't be able to share the gift that you you've got now to help people. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm actually in a way thankful that I did have to actually go through hardships because, you know, it made me a stronger person, more confident person and it's and it's built my character. So, I do thank you bullies if you're listening to me right now. <laughs> I thank you as well, because if you didn't, I would be able to speak to this lovely lady. Oh, bless. <laughs> Do you know what? I feel as if we've known each other for ages. Like, I feel as if we're soul sisters. I think we were. We probably were, like, in a previous life. Like, we were like yeah. Yeah. I, I, I feel it too. <laughs> I, I, I feel you, babe. I feel your energy. I feel it. Me too. <laughs> oh, it's giving bless. you an invisible wink, even though you can't see it, but it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, bless you. Well, my last question, because we are co- t- literally coming towards the end of the show. Yeah. Who is your biggest inspiration and what inspired you to get out of your low point? Ah, do I, I get asked this question, who's my inspiration? Um, I don't actually know. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I wouldn't be able to name anyone. Um, I think... Is it okay to be your own inspiration? No, yeah, I, I understand. I'm the same. I was just intrigued. <laughs> it's, it's the drive that I had to carry on going. Mm. That's what it was. It was literally, you know, when I hit my lowest point and I was suicidal, it was just the drive that I had inside of me when I actually thought to myself, do you know what? I actually want to live and I don't want to die. And, you know, you know, these people are not going to take me down. And that's oh. what it was, you know. Oh. And obviously I had supportive people around me. So in a way, I would say my brother maybe inspired me because oh. I do have a lot of love for my brother oh. and he has a lot of love for me and we're really supportive of each other. So, you know... Maybe it was him. Maybe he inspired me to carry on going. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. What's his name? His name's Gurdeep. Ah, I see. That's why. That's why he's inspired you. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you've got the same name, yeah. <laughs> of course, well, you do know we are God's light, so, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it says it all. <laughs> exactly. Well, my dear, it's been an absolute pleasure having you in the show. You're in absolute inspiration oh thank you it's okay my dear but before we go where can my listeners find you they can find me on instagram um just literally search my name hajnam core um and on facebook too which is facebook.com forward slash hajnam k can you um can you spell hajnam because some people might not know how to spell it okay it's h-a-r-n-a-a-m and then core would be k-a-u-r great well thank you for being on the show again and i look forward to speaking to you soon actually and see what you what you're getting up to yeah definitely yeah let's have a catch up (laughs) of course my dear (laughs) well you take care my lovely and i'll speak to you soon fabulous take care too bye bye so guys that's the end of the show what an amazing interview with Harnam Kaur. She's an absolute inspirational. Please do check her out and her work. She's got amazing stuff coming up. Um, if you'd like to follow myself, you can find me on Twitter at IamGurds, which is G-U-R-D-S. If you would need any inspirational advice, you're wanting to be the best version of yourself, whether that's overcoming the past, trying to master your full potential, or even just wanting to find your true purpose and you want to supercharge that, you can find me at www.getinspiredwithgurdy.com. Take care, guys, and I'll speak to you soon. Join us each week to be inspired, informed, and uplifted with some of the most inspirational and motivational guests from around the world. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay inspired.